Jesus Heals. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to be together um, as we continue in our Following in Jesus Footsteps series. So this is, is this our third week or second? Yeah, third. Third week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know last week I couldn't remember that. It was prayer. prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and then your first one. And now I'm trying to remember back. At the, that come fact. to the table. Come Jesus, to the table. Jesus at the table. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. it. So what is Jesus up to today? <laughs> <laughs> what isn't he up to today? Yeah. No, he, yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, well, uh, on Sunday in our, yes. in our message time, we were able to hear three different testimonies, which, mm-hmm. um, even in preparation for the message was quite inspiring for me personally, talking yeah. with people and hearing their stories. And, and if you don't attend here on a Sunday morning, we actually had the kids stay and hear the first couple because, um, for me, I think as a child, I thought healing was like for adults and like older people yeah. and like in the Bible, but it seemed like like a magical thing that didn't happen anymore. Yes. Like I was oh, sure yeah, that was totally. like one of those things that used to happen, but it doesn't anymore. And certainly as I got older and my parents, my mom experienced some healing from the mm-hmm. Lord. And so I, that, th- those things became more top of mind. But we, we wanted our kids to hear those stories because, you know, and their faith is so less inhibited. Like ours, we're like, yeah. oh, it probably won't. You know, we have all these doubts where kids are just like, they just believe so freely, yes, which is really lovely. Yeah. You can learn a lot from them. <laughs> um, and so to hear these stories of uh, young Becca and Derek, just how the Lord worked in their lives. Not mm-hmm. uh, Derek experienced an instant healing, basically an overnight kind of healing yeah. of, a, of the wart on his foot. And then Becca, who had had sort of the end of her toe cut off. Um, sorry, graphic language. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. It's a little late for that. Um, in an accident with a ping pong table. Um, when they did surgery, they had to pull the skin from the back onto the front. And so her whole nail bed mm-hmm. was gone and whatever. And, you know, she was six, seven, just like, yeah. but I want a toenail. Like, Aww. can you imagine? Like, yeah. you know, in the summer, it's so nice to have your nails painted and sandals on yeah. and whatever else. And so her and her family began to pray that a toenail would grow. And the surgeon told her it would never happen. Never. Because the, the, be- the nail bed part was sort of taken on taken yeah. off and uh and she today has a nail oh my goodness and uh <laughs> it was pretty remarkable you know for her to tell the story in her own words and yeah for her to um, like her grandparents were praying yeah. you know and some other just a few other people not everyone knew about this accident at the time it was COVID and so we weren't yeah. all together and didn't you know she had to wear a cast for a while anyways um it's I love the I love the fact that it healed, but it, it wasn't instant. So where Derek experienced this instant healing, basically overnight, he woke up and mm-hmm. it was completely gone after his grandpa had prayed for him. Becca, they had to be a bit more persistent in prayer. Mm-hmm. And then we had Vivian who shared in the middle of the message and, and um, years, it was mm-hmm. I think about three and a half years um, for this, this really um, significant injury, sore on her leg that some people, like that is fatal for some people because of the level of infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord healed her. And I, you know, when we, we, we're looking at, we're walking in Jesus' footsteps. So we're, so we're looking at the gospel stories and we're reading all of these stories. And really most of those healing stories were instant. Yes. Right? Like yeah. people come to the door, <laughs> Jesus yep. touches them or experiences, you know, he goes to Simon, um, excuse me, Simon's house and his, Simon's mother-in-law is sick. 
Jesus just goes in uh, and uh, heals her and she gets up and starts, you know, and so a lot of the stories are instant in the Bible. And I think maybe that, maybe that triggered my mind as a kid to say, well, if it didn't happen right away, it wasn't, you know, the wrong perspective. Um, So I loved hearing Vivian talk about, you know, the persistence in prayer. Yes. And she had people who persisted with her. Yes. um, In prayer for those, for those healing moments. And so I, I think... You know, I, you know, we have different distinctives. We're Anabaptists, you say that right, right. Off, the, off the get-go, and that means certain things. But we don't, we're not a denomination that tends to, um, we pray for people often. Yeah. You know, we have, a, we have a prayer line and a, and and a prayer Facebook group. Right, right, and, and yep, tell yep. us, we would love to come alongside you and pray. But we don't often pray very specifically for healing for people. I would agree, yeah. Yeah, right? It's just praying for people in the midst of their struggle. I often find that when we pray, and this is just an observation, Mm -hmm. um, that our prayer is more focused on, please be with the doctors as Mm. they go through their treatments. Please bring them comfort as they go through their treatments. Please bring them peace as they're walking through the, but not actual maybe healing and restoration. I I would agree with you that that's how we frame our prayer. Right. And so maybe this is a good opportunity to shift some of our language Mm -hmm. or or at least to think about how we're praying. Yeah. Um, And not because one way is worse or like like better or worse, but but actually to be bold enough. Yeah. Like one of the songs we sang last Sunday that went and Trevor references, boldly I approach the throne. Like we can, you know, God calls us to to boldly come to him and ask. Yeah. Um, and I think probably we are afraid to boldly ask. <laughs> yes. Because for a variety of reasons, right? And, and um, we were talking about some of these earlier. Like we're afraid to ask for, because we think, well, if it doesn't, like I, I don't, sometimes I didn't want to ask because I thought, well, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah. And I'm not going to know what to do with that kind of disappointment. Setting yourself up for failure. Right. Yeah. Right. So because it doesn't happen anymore today. Or at least we think it doesn't happen anymore today. Right. Or we often get stuck in that mindset. Or if it's not like instantaneous, fast, like a microwave, then we're like, oh, well. Yeah. And we give up. We give mm-hmm. up maybe too easily in asking. Yep. Um, or maybe we just feel like um, this is not really that important. Like, this, you know, like maybe this is, except th- that, that story in Mark like, what was wrong with Simon's mother-in-law? She had a fever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, because the other story, the, the gentleman had been um, lame uh, for 38 years. Okay, so, right, like, that's a huge, yeah. that's, to me, you know, like, that's a huge struggle. And yet, in both cases, Jesus wants to bring healing to a fever. Yeah. Like a plain old normal, I don't know how you say that, yeah. but, right? Like, run of the mill. Run yeah. of the mill, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or also, for someone who has been struggling for 38 years with a infirmity like a physical ill issue so um it's not like jesus rates are (laughs) well this this issue is not big enough to pray about you just have a common cold you'll be fine right like whereas um we just boldly can ask yeah and kids are way better at that oh yeah right just boldly to ask um they don't think they don't overthink it and and uh so you know i think we need to we can learn from from kids in that way they're not afraid to ask yeah, for um, exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's had children or spent yeah. much time with children right. will know that yeah. they just tell you what they would like to have. And right. There you and, go. And, and God wants us to just talk to him. Yeah. Right? And be in relationship with him. So why wouldn't we, you know, and there's lots of reasons. We're, we're fearful. We're doubtful. We're 
pride. Maybe we're yes. prideful. Yes. Uh-huh. We didn't want to ask. Um, mm-hmm. We don't feel worthy enough to ask, whatever that might mean. Do you think sometimes we put more faith in medical care and mm. in um, doctors and treatments and things like that than we do in God? Maybe. In both ways. Like sometimes I just think, well, I'm so glad that the Lord gifted people with the ability to be doctors because I don't have that kind of mind. No. I am not smart like that. Like, so yeah, it's both ways. Like I don't want to be... Discourage people. Right. Discourage people. But I also believe that in the power of both. Yes. I believe that God has created our our bodies in amazing ways that, 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 that can, like our skin, you cut your skin, that... Our skin will grow back. Like yeah. God has made our bodies to restore yes. in some way and to heal itself, I guess, I guess is an okay way to say that. And yet, and then God also gave us doctors yep. who, and, and, in, and who invent things and medicine and techniques and ways to help people. Yeah. And then also I believe that sometimes he just miraculously heals yes. something and mm-hmm. then we don't need any other kind of intervention. So I think it's all of it. I think yeah. if we get so focused on it, has, we, we have to be healed in this one particular way. I think that's when we get, I get disappointed <laughs> yes. or discouraged, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the, there are different kinds of healing, right? So, you know, if I'm praying for healing for someone, maybe part of that healing, or for myself, frankly, it could be that physical thing is healed, mm-hmm. or it could be a healing of a relationship. <laughs> yeah. In that prayer time, there's mm-hmm. something that something else gets healed. Um, the the example that often I think about, which which I don't like to think about healing this way because I want healing to happen the way I want it to happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes people's physical bodies are only healed in the passing, yeah. in their passing. Yeah. And then in heaven they have these this heavenly bodies that you know do whatever uh, whatever they need them to do. You know, and and um, I remember when when Lois Jean passed and talking with some of her family and just saying like. She, her mind is perfectly clear right now. Yeah. Her eyesight is perfectly clear. Yep. Like all of these things, her heart is perfectly functioning. Like all of these things that, that in her body were not functioning well. Yep. That all really needed healing were healed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will still want Lois <laughs> Right? So. I absolutely understand that. Yeah. I know when, um. Like when my dad passed away and he was having a lot of trouble breathing. And I remember thinking that, or I don't know if I had a conversation anyway, Mm -hmm. um, about how after he passed away and got to heaven, he could finally take a deep breath Mm -hmm. again. Um, yeah. Even though I don't know if we need to breathe in heaven, but you know, uh, (laughs) the idea of that and you know, um, I shared this maybe on the youth podcast recently. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, something that my grandmother had said to me, my granny, before she passed away, she was talking about um, having gone to a funeral and she came home and said, oh, it was so sad. And I, I was 21 at the mm-hmm. time and we were staying at her house for a couple months while we were <laughs> okay. finishing construction. Yeah. And I said to her, oh, well, duh, gran, it was a funeral. <laughs> like they're all sad. <laughs> they're all sad. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, a little mm-hmm. naive at the time. And mm-hmm. she said, oh, well, I hope when I die, people aren't going to be sad. And I said, well, of course we're going to be sad. Yeah. Duh, again. Yeah. yeah. And she said, oh, no, don't be sad. Mm -hmm. And she said when she got to heaven, she would get to meet Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she would get to see my grandpa. And she would have a new body that wasn't in pain because she had quite a bit of um, arthritis all over. And she was in a lot of pain. And Mm -hmm. so she was looking forward to that. And, you know, those were just things I hadn't really considered that death is a 
there healing. Is, there's there's healing. He, some yeah. healing in death, which yeah. and, I, and we don't like that really. No, no. and in and, and a not physical way too. Like Jesus' death provides salvation, which is a healing yes. for us. Mm, yes, a healing. Which is another soul. sort of way mm-hmm. to right to uh, think about it. And so I, there's so many things to sort of pick apart when you when you think yeah. of healing. There's a a young woman right now that I'm talking with and um, praying for who has just a, a slew of physical things mm-hmm. going on in her body, which are causing her mental health issues, yes, anxiety, and um, just a lot of self-doubt. And, yeah. and I think, okay, Lord, like, what are you going to heal? Like, yes. how am I going to pray for that, for yeah. her? Like, like I want all of it to happen for her, mm-hmm. but how, you know, how is God going to heal her? Is it, is it going to be, is he going to heal her mind? So she's able to work mm-hmm. through, I mean, um, I'm going to, I'm not going to have this name, right. Who had the thorn in their side? Was it Paul? Mm, yeah. And they, and uh, okay. Well, yep. No, I can't remember. Oh, this is really bad. But anyways, that's okay. and, and that thorn was not, he prayed for it to be taken away and it was not. Yeah. It wasn't an actual thorn. Like it wasn't a physical thorn. Prayed for this to be taken away and it was not. And so, you know, not every healing comes with a physical um, change. Mm-hmm. But I think when we pray for healing, there are things that happen in our hearts um, as we trust God mm-hmm. that he can do it. Yeah. Um, and that, that persistence in prayer, uh, you use the word audacity, mm-hmm. like to even ask, like, yeah. and we're told to boldly approach and to ask. And so I think yeah. we need to be more bold to ask for prayer, mm-hmm. for healing prayer, but not in a, uh, in a way that it's just like, well, we're going to put our quarter in this machine and get a chocolate bar at the yes. bottom as if that happens with a quarter, but yeah. put our dollar in the machine and get a pop out. Right. Like, yeah. it's not like a, what are those vending machines? Yes. Right. And, and I think Mm-mm. sometimes we, we think. We don't think about it maybe appropriately mm-hmm. um, how we're how we're praying, but I the persistence in prayer um, was a big one for me and mm-hmm. and from Vivian's story, you know the the people who were surrounding her praying, what they learned about God too in that yes perseverance and trust and their faith their hope that was grounded in mm-hmm. their faith like all of those things that, that they prayed for years for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I think all of those things are teaching us something, even if it's not the intended outcome that we are yes. expecting or wanting, but, um, it's James, I think it's James five. It talks about the, the power of prayer, the righteous person, the power of prayer from a righteous person. Mm. And, and so it doesn't mean a perfect person. No. <laughs> we are in right relationship with Jesus. We're his followers. And as we follow in his footsteps, mm-hmm. Jesus asked, tells his disciples to heal people. He said, I've yeah. given you power to heal. Oh. I've given you power to cure diseases. Even um, that's in Matthew. And so like, let's, let's actually access some of this power that God has given yeah. us hmm. and be bold and be persistent and, uh, and pray. And be open, I think, to realizing yes. that healing might not come the way we're expecting it, right. but to be, to recognize mm-hmm. when it does come. Yeah. So um, our women have a book club. Yes. And for the month of January, we've been reading this book. It was originally published under the name The Impossible and then republished when they made a movie under the name Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic book if you're looking for... Um, a true story yeah. uh, happened in 2015, and it's basically this 14-year-old boy fell through the ice. He, he and 
uh, three, two friends. Mm-hmm. One of them got out right away and one of them was not able to get out um, mm-hmm. until the um, rescue team mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. And the third boy, who the story is focused on, he um, was under the water, under the mm-hmm. cold water for 20 minutes and he was one hour without a heartbeat. So his mom was called to the... Because mm-hmm. he had been out with friends and okay. someone yeah, else's yeah, mom had yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she came to the hospital and the doctor had waited to pronounce him dead until the mom could come and say mm. final goodbye. Yeah. So she And the doctor said, I wanted her to see that we were doing all we could. Mm. Yeah, so they were yeah. still doing CPR mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the bag and all yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. And I guess she came in and the doctor was going over to... Um, you know, break the news mm-hmm. to her and tell them to stop. And she started praying and she prayed that the Holy Spirit would breathe life back into him. And as soon as she spoke that prayer out loud, the monitor went and his heart started beating on its own again. Wow. It, I, I got goosebumps yeah. so many times <laughs> during the, that book. Mm-hmm. And um, even then the doctor said, well, we got a heartbeat back, but yeah. and then we, they were able to transfer him to a different hospital for uh, more intensive care. And he said, I thought I was just sending him to die in a different mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they prayed very specifically for every need that he had along the way. Yeah. You know, it was his lungs. It was his heart. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. And um, they prayed very, very specifically. Wow. And God answered all of their prayers. And they were, um, wow. and he was totally restored. I, I think within months, even, he was back to like, basketball and school and they you know speculated he Mm -hmm. had a really poor um outcome i hope i haven't ruined the book oh dear i know wow all these disclaimers (laughs) it was a very it's very timely Mm -hmm. and especially Mm -hmm. i just read the book and you were uh, talking about that so it's it's an incredible book but that was one thing she said at the very end was that to that they were persistent that they They prayed without ceasing the whole time, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that was, um, she felt called to do that. They had, yeah. he was just so covered in prayer. But the other thing is, through this, yeah. several of his medical staff um, came to know Jesus. Oh, of course, yes. And the rescuers. So mm. that was kind of the very interesting part, too, is that So they saw these other healings that were happening. As they prayed for physical healing, these other people experienced healing that comes from salvation, yes. spiritual healing. So yeah. that's, yeah. Wow. It, it's like, a very, it's a great book if yeah. you get a chance to to read it. I've done a, you know, quick mm-hmm. recap, but yeah. it was yeah. excellent and wow. a really good example too, I thought. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mm-hmm. think the persistence is, persistence and lack of faith for me mm-hmm. would be the, Yeah. I just think, well, I'm a, do I, do I'm a, I would be afraid to say <laughs> to be so, you know, and I, and I want to be bold. Yeah. I want to pray boldly and I want my expectations to align with God's expectations. Mm. So yes, I'm going to come boldly, but also knowing that God is sovereign and he sees mm-hmm. a way bigger picture than I do and yeah. that it's possible I don't know what's best and God knows better yeah. um, in that, in that big picture mm-hmm. and, and, and being okay with, whatever God decides. And I, I know I've prayed that with people too. Like, Lord, we are praying for this, but whatever happens, like, would you help us to be, would you help us to be prepared to accept mm, Yeah. what happens here? Yeah. Um, if it's not what we're asking for, right? Yeah. Help our hearts to be prepared to accept 
you're healing in a different way mm-hmm. or you're healing in a, in a yeah, in a, just in a fashion that I'm not expecting. Yeah. Um, help me to be, have my heart open to that. Um, and I think it's okay to pray both at the same time, to be bold and to be full of faith and ask. Yeah. And then also in, it's like two tensions you're holding. Yes. And then the tension of, and if it's not like this, you know, this way I'm envisioning it, help me to be a person who can accept that mm-hmm. you're sovereign and I need to trust you. Yeah, you can't separate his sovereignty from his goodness. No, no. They're both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just because we don't understand doesn't mean it isn't right. Yes. <laughs> Shoot. I <laughs> right. know. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Have mm-hmm. you got closing thoughts for us today? I think my closing thought is just be bold. Mm-hmm. And bring people along with you. Mm-hmm. Ask people to pray with you. Don't don't pray alone. Bring people in. Allow them to be part of that community because they share in the celebration mm-hmm. of it too. And that is so good for building body and body life and community life in a church or even in a peer group. You know. Yeah. Um, bring people along to pray with you. Awesome. Thank you very much, Renee. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Renee, if you. Um, just would like to discuss this any further or would like um, some more information about prayer, you can reach her at renee at waynefleetbic.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you very much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week.